Act Three of the Comedy of Errors by William Shakespeare, translated by William George Clarke. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One, before the house of Antipholus of Ephesus. Enter Antipholus of Ephesus, Dromio of Ephesus, Angelo and Balthasar. Good Signor Angelo, you must excuse us all. My wife is shrewish when I keep not ours. Say that I lingered with you at your shop to see the making of her carcanet, and that tomorrow you will bring it home. But here's a villain that would face me down. He met me on the mart, and that I beat him and charged him with a thousand marks in gold, and that I did deny my wife and house. Thou drunkard thou! What didst thou mean by this? Say what you will, sir, but I know what I know, that you beat me at the mart, I have your hand to show. If the skin were parchment and the blows you gave were ink, your own handwriting would tell you what I think. I think thou art an ass. Mary, so it doth appear, by the wrongs I suffer and the blows I bear, I should kick, being kicked, and being at that pass, you would keep from my heels and beware of an ass. You're sad, Signor Balthazar. Pray God our cheer may answer my good will, and your good welcome here. I hold your dainties cheap, sir, and your welcome dear. Oh, Signor Balthazar, either at flesh or fish, a table full of welcome makes scarce one dainty dish. Good meat, sir, is common, that every churl affords. And welcome more common, for that's nothing but words. Small cheer and great welcome makes a merry feast. I, to a niggardly host and a more sparing guest, but though my cates be mean, take them in good part. Better cheer may you have, but not with better heart. But soft, my door is locked. Go bid them let us in. Maud, Bridget, Marion, Cicely, Gillian, Jen. Within. Mo, Moldhorse, Capon, Coxcomb, Idiot, Patch, either get thee from the door or sit down in the hatch. Dost thou conjure for wenches that thou call'st for such store when one is one too many? Go get thee from the door. What patch has made our porter? My master stays in the street. Let him walk from whence he came, lest he catch cold on's feet. Who talks within there? Oh, open the door. Right, sir. I'll tell you when, and you'll tell me wherefore. Wherefore? For my dinner! I have not dined to-day. Nor to-day here you must not. Come again when you may. What art thou that keepest me out from the house I owe? The porter for this time, sir, and my name is Dromio. O villain, thou hast stolen both mine office and my name. The one ne'er got me credit, the other mickle blame. If thou hast been Dromeo to-day in my place, thou wouldst have changed thy face for a name, or thy name for an ass. What coil is there, Dromeo? Who are those at the gates? Let my master in, Luce. Faith, no, he comes too late, so tell your master. O oh, Lord, I must laugh. Have at you with a proverb. Shall I set in my staff? Have you with another? That's when. Can you tell? If thy name be called Luce, Luce thou hast answered him well. Do you hear, you minion? You'll let us in, I hope. 
I thought to have asked you. And you said no. So come help. Well struck, there was blow for blow. Thou baggage, let me in. Can you tell for whose sake? Master, knock the door hard. Oh, let him knock till it ache. You'll cry for this minion if I beat the door down. What needs all that and a pair of stocks in the town? Who is that at the door that keeps all this noise? By my troth, your town is troubled with unruly boys. Are you there, wife? You might have come before. Your wife, sir knave, go get you from the door. If you went in pain, master, this knave would go sore. Here is neither cheer, sir, nor welcome. We would fain have either. In debating which was best, we shall part with neither. They stand at the door, master. Bid them welcome hither. There is something in the wind that we cannot get in. You would say so, master, if your garments were thin. Your cake here is warm within. You stand here in the cold. It would make a man mad as a buck to be so bought and sold. Go fetch me something. I'll break up the gate. Break any breaking here, and I'll break your knave's pate. A man may break a word with you, sir, and words are but wind. Ay, and break it in your face, so he break it not behind. It seems thou wantest breaking. Out upon thee, hind. Here's too much. Out upon thee. I pray thee, let me in. Ay, when fowls have no feathers and fish have no fin. Well, I'll break in. Go borrow me a crow. A crow without feather? Master, mean you so? For a fish without a fin, there's a fowl without a feather. If a crow help us in, sirrah, we'll pluck a crow together. Go get thee gone. Fetch me an iron crow. Have patience, sir. Oh, let it not be so. Herein you war against your reputation, and draw within the compass of suspect the unviolated honour of your wife. Once this, your long experience of her wisdom, her sober virtue, years, and modesty, plead on her part some cause to you unknown, and doubt not, sir, but she will well excuse why at this time the doors are made against you. Be ruled by me, depart in patience, and let us to the tiger all to dinner, and about evening come yourself alone to know the reason of this strange restraint. If, by strong hand, you offer to break in now in the stirring passage of the day, a vulgar comment will be made of it, and that supposed by the common rout against your yet ungalled estimation that may with foul intrusion enter in, and dwell upon your grave when you were dead. For slander lives upon succession, forever housed where it gets possession. You have prevailed. I will depart in quiet, and, in despite of mirth, mean to be merry. I know a wench of excellent discourse, pretty and witty, wild, and yet too gentle. There will we dine. This woman that I mean, my wife, but I protest without desert, hath oft times upbraided me withal. To her will we to dinner. To Angelo. Get you home and fetch the chain. By this I know tis made. Bring it, I pray you, to the porpentine. For there's the house that chain will I bestow, be it for nothing but to spite my wife, upon mine hostess there. Good sir, make haste. Since mine own doors refuse to entertain me, I'll knock elsewhere to see if they'll disdain me. I'll meet you at that place some hour hence. 
do so this jest shall cost me some expense exeunt scene two the same enter luciana and antipholus of syracuse and may it be that you have quite forgot a husband's office shall antipholus even in the spring of love thou love springs wrought shall love in building grow so ruinous if you did wed my sister for her wealth then for her wealth's sake use her with more kindness or if you like elsewhere do it by stealth muffle your false love with some show of blindness let not my sister read it in your eye be not thy tongue thy own shame's orator look sweet speak fair become disloyalty apparel vice like virtue's harbinger bear a fair presence though your heart be tainted teach sin the carriage of a holy saint be secret false what need she be acquainted what simple thief brags of his own attaint tis double wrong to truant with your bed and let her read it in thy looks at board shame hath a bastard fame well managed ill deeds are doubled with an evil word alas poor women make us but believe being compact of credit that you love us though others have the arm show us the sleeve we in your motion turn and you may move us then gentle brother get you in again comfort my sister cheer her call her wife tis holy sport to be a little vain when the sweet breath of flattery conquers strife sweet mistress what your name is else i know not nor by what wonder you do hit of mine less in your knowledge and your grace you show not than our earth's wonder more than earth divine teach me dear creature how to think and speak lay open to my earthy gross conceit smothered in errors feeble shallow weak the folded meaning of your words deceit against my soul's pure truth why labour you to make it wander in an unknown field are you a god would you create me new transform me then and to your power i'll yield but if that i am i then well i know your weeping sister is no wife of mine nor to her bed no homage do i owe far more far more to you do i decline o oh, train me not sweet mermaid with thy note to drown me in thy sister flood of tears sing siren for thyself and i will dote spread o'er the silver waves thy golden hairs and as a bed i'll take them and there lie and in that glorious supposition think he gains by death that hath such means to die let love being light be drowned if she sink what are you mad that you do reason so not mad but mated how i do not know it is a fault that springeth from your eye for gazing on your beams fair son being by gaze where you should and that will clear your sight as good to wink sweet love as look on night why call you me love call my sister so thy sister's sister that's my sister no it is thyself mine own self's better part mine eyes clear eye my dear heart's dearer heart my food my fortune and my sweet hope's aim my soul earth's heaven and my heaven's claim all this my sister is or else should be call thyself sister sweet for i am thee thee will i love and with thee lead my life thou hast no husband yet nor i no wife give me thy hand o oh, soft sir hold you still i'll fetch my sister to get her good will exit 
Enter Dromio of Syracuse. Why, how now, Dromio? Where runnest thou so fast? Do you know me, sir? Am I Dromio? Am I your man? Am I myself? Thou art Dromio, thou art my man, thou art thyself. I am an ass, I am a woman's man, and besides myself. What woman's man, and how besides thyself? Marry, sir, besides myself, I am due to a woman, one that claims me, one that haunts me, one that will have me. What claim lays she to thee? Marry, sir, such claim as you would lay to your horse, and she would have me as a beast, not that I being a beast she would have me, but that she, being a very beastly creature, lays claim to me. What is she? A very reverend body. I, such as one as a man may not speak of, without he say, Sir, reverence. I have but lean luck in the match, and yet she's a wondrous fat marriage. How dost thou mean a fat marriage? Marry, sir, she's the kitchen wench, and all grease. And I know not what use to put her to, but to make a lamp of her, and run from her by her own light. I warrant her rags and the tallow in them will burn a pole in winter. If she lives till doomsday, she'll burn a week longer than the whole world. What complexion is she of? Swart, like my shoe but her face nothing like so clean kept for why she sweats a man may go over shoes in the grime of it that's a fault that water will mend no sir tis in grain noah's flood could not do it what's her name nell sir but her name in three quarters that's an l in three quarters will not measure her from hip to hip then she bears some breath no longer from head to foot than from hip to hip she is spherical like a globe i could find out countries in her in what part of her body stands Ireland? Marry, sir, in her buttocks. I found it out by the bogs. Where's Scotland? I found it by the barrenness, hard in the palm of the hand. Where France? In her forehead, armed and reverted, making war against her hair. Where England? I looked for the chalky cliffs, but I could find no whiteness in them, but I guess it stood in her chin by the salt reum that ran between France and it. Where's Spain? Faith, I saw it not, but I felt it hot in her breath. Where America, the Indies? Oh, sir, upon her nose, all o'er embellished with rubies, carbuncles, sapphires, declining their rich aspect to the hot breath of Spain, who sent whole armados of caracks to be ballast at her nose. Where stood Belgia, the Netherlands? Oh, sir, I did not look so low. To conclude, this drudge, or diviner, laid claim to me, called me Dromio, swore I was assured to her, told me what privy marks I had about me, asked the mark of my shoulder, the mole in my neck, the great wart on my left arm, that I amazed ran from her as a witch, and I think if my breast had not been made of faith and my heart of steel, she had transformed me to a curdle dog and made me turn in the wheel. Go hie thee presently, post to the road, and if the wind blow any way from shore, I will not harbour in this town to-night. If any bark forth, come to the mart, where I will walk till thou return to me. If every one knows us, and we know none, tis time, I think, to trudge, pack, and be gone. As from a bear a man would run for life, so fly I from her that would be my wife. Exit. There's none but witches to inhabit here, and therefore tis high time that I were hence. She that doth call me husband, even my soul doth for a wife abhor, but her fair sister, possessed with such a gentle sovereign grace, 
of such enchanting presence and discourse hath almost made me traitor to myself but lest myself be guilty to self-wrong i'll stop mine ears against the mermaid's song enter angelo with a chain master antiphilus ay that's my name i know it well sir lo here is the chain i thought to have ta'en you out the porpentine the chain unfinished made me stay thus long what is your will that i shall do with this what please yourself sir i have made it for you made it for me sir i bespoke it not not once nor twice but twenty times you have go home with it and please your wife withal and soon at supper-time i'll visit you and then receive my money for the chain i pray you sir receive the money now for fear you ne'er see chain nor money more you are a merry man sir fare you well exit what shall i think of this i cannot tell but this i think there's no man is so vain that would refuse so fair an offered chain i see a man here needs not live by shifts when in the streets he meets such golden gifts i'll to the mart and therefore dromio stay if any ship put out then straight away exit end of act three